This call may be recorded or Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Rochelle. Happy Thursday. For this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, this is Diane. Good morning, Miss Diane. Good morning, Rochelle. God bless you. God bless you, too. How are you this morning? I'm doing good. I can't complain. God be the glory. Yeah. Good morning, it's Cindy. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Happy Thursday to you as well. God bless you. Same to you, hon. Have a blessed day. You too. Good morning. It's Destiny. Good morning, Destiny. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Good morning. It's Brother Michael. Good morning, Brother Michael. Happy Thursday. Good morning. Uh, may I put a prayer request in, please? Sure. I've got a three-day conference that's starting today, and we want to pray for everyone's safety and cordialness and just being really good stewards of our facility, facility that we're going to be using. It's okay. in downtown. Thank you. Got about... 500 people coming in to town today. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning, family. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Michelle. Happy Thursday. Who's joined the call? Good morning. This is Mary. Good morning, Miss Mary. Good morning, Michelle. How are you? I am well. How are you? You're doing well. Thank you. Have a great day. Thank you. You too. Good morning, family. Welcome to the Clear Victory. This is Rochelle. Who's joined the call and would like to say good morning? 
Good morning. This is Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning. Good morning, see that. Morning, Beth. Good morning, Good morning everyone. Good morning. What's that? Cynthia. Hi, Miss Jones. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday to you too. <laughs> Have a blessed day. Okay. Y'all, I got to whisper because I'm on my third office. My husband's off today, so I'm trying to, and he'll listen to the declare, but I don't want him to have to listen to me do all this. But to God be the glory. Who's joined the call? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, everyone. Christina Joy, love you. Love you, too. Good morning, Christina Joy. Hey, 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 good morning. It's Wednesday. Blessings, everyone. <laughs> I feel like a song of my spirit on this morning because it's good to have breath. Holly, let me, let me go on mute because I got to shout. Thank you, baby. Hallelujah. Fine, girl. Fine, motherfucker. Thank you, baby. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Declare Victory for this is the day that the Lord has made. We shall, we will, we dare not. To rejoice in the name that is above all names, the name that came and slayed his life and laid his life down for us. Who's joined the call and would like to give God the glory and declare victory today? Good morning. This is JC. God bless you all. I, I have Good a morning, morning. Hi, sweetheart. Can you guys please continue praying for my daughter that had this stroke? She's having some issues with her breathing, but I know God is able and she's going to be just fine. But continue, continue prayer for my daughter. Her name is Jania. And thank you. You guys have a good day. You are welcome to God be the glory, cover, joy, uh, for strength for you and for her as well. Amen. All right, all right, all right. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who's joining the call? I'd like to say good morning. Good morning. This is Juanita. Hey, Juanita, a.k.a. Juanita. (laughs) 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 Love you. Have a good day. Love you, too. You do the same. Good morning. This is Kim. Good morning, Kim. Yes, ma'am. To God be the glory. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Good morning. It's persistent. Good morning, persistent. The joy that we have, the the world can't take it away. I don't know about y'all, but I love God. You don't love God? Give God the victory, y'all. I, I just love God. I, that's, that's just me. I, I say what you want to say, but I'm happy and I'm thankful. On this Thursday, give me God's glory. Good. My Luna good morning, said good morning. Good morning, Miss Luna. That's my doggy. Okay. Tell her we say, hey, hey. 
Tell you got me doing a running man. <laughs> go, 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 Jesus, go, Jesus, go. Yeah, right, 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 right. Well, you don't know now, you know, bang, bang, Jesus gang. Hey, call it what you want. We are free, free indeed in Jesus. Be happy, be joyful, be thankful, be excited. Know that the one that came to lay down his life so we can have life more abundantly. I'm excited. Let's get started with the call. Is anyone else want to say good morning before we head in the direction of getting it started? All right. If not, before we move forward, I ask that you mute your phone so that we can proceed. Good morning. My name is Rochelle. Happy, thankful Thursday. I am your host today. Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us daily during the month of August for our theme for the month is entitled Legislation. All the declarations will focus on the judicial authority that Christ has provided to us as his ecclesia. There is only one announcement today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature by Peter Scazzaro. The call takes place from 6 to 7 Pacific Time, 8 to 9 Central Standard Time, and 9 to 10 Eastern Standard Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. Let me check that out. I'm sorry, I tried to check it before, forgot. So, um, no new prayer requests submitted by the app, but we have a couple um, prayer requests, uh, verbal prayer requests, Brother Michael is asking for um, just for covering, uh, for everything to be safe, for uh, his three-day conference to go well, that folks will have be good stewarded, good stewards, that they will come in peace, that they will come receptive, that God will prepare their heart, uh, favor, and peace for the three-day conference and give him strength as well as he. Uh, one of the persons um, executing the conference. JC is asking for prayer for her daughter, Jania. Uh, she had a stroke some time back and she's having some breathing issues. So we want to pray that the Lord restore her health and give her mom strength, but restore her health back, not even back, but better than it was before. Uh, and keep each and every, each one of your brothers and sisters on the line. Um, and just ask the Lord to continue to declare victory in their, in every area of their lives. The order of the call today, prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Miss Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Philip Watson. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declare. I'll repeat the order of the call. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought to you by Miss Diane. The declaration will be brought to you by Philip Watson. The scripture for today is Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith, we understand the universe was created by the word of God 
so that what is seen was not made out of things that are visual, visible. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. I ask that you check your phones again. Make sure you're on mute as we go to the throne of grace. I now pass the call to you, Miss Diane. Have a blessed day, everyone. Thank you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just come to you this morning. Oh, God, we just come to you this morning on a brand new day, Father. We, we thank you for your loving kindness is better than life. God, I thank you for your legislation. I thank you, Lord God, for your court system, oh, God, that which you have given us to guide us in everyday world, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, we just give you praise this morning. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the principles of life that you have written in your book just for us. God, we thank you for the world today, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for, for Psalms 119.15 says that I meditate on your precepts and consider your ways. God, thank you this morning for your ways. Thank you, Lord God, for your written words that you have given us to live by. Lord God, we just give you praise this morning. We magnify your holy name. There is none that can compare to you. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord God, for your word. We thank you, Lord God, for your healing. We thank you, Lord God, for our right mind this morning that we can come to you and lay up, lay up, uh, prayers at your feet, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you for your precepts. We thank you, Lord God, for the principles that you have given us, oh God. In the name of Jesus, you said, become silent, be still, and gather yourself. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you, Lord God. And you said to help bring us into unity with you. Give adorations, you said, Lord God. Worship God for who he is, king of all, the earth and the creator of, and the savior, Father. In the name of Jesus, you said, Lord God, to make confession, agree with God. Don't dwell in the past. God, you said to give thanks, offer sacrifices of praise, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for your word. We thank you that you come, we can come before you each morning, oh God, to hear what thus says the Lord. You said to open our mouth and you will fill it. So God, I open my mouth this morning. Fill it with your word. Fill it with your precept. Fill it with your goodness and your grace and your mercy, oh God. God, we just thank you this morning just for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, that you've given us your legislation, Lord God, that we may live by a law to keep us in place with you, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We just thank you, Lord God, today. We thank you for your word. We thank you for declaring victory today. We thank you, Lord God, for all of those who get up every morning, Lord God just to hear your voice, just to see you, Lord God, just to call on you and give you love, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we love you because you first loved us and given yourself for us, oh God. God, we praise you this morning because you are El Olam, 
the everlasting God. God, we praise you this morning. There is no one else like you. You are Kwani, the jealous God. And God, you share your love with, with everyone, but you share you, Lord God with each of us, oh God. And Father, I just praise you this morning. I thank you for for uh, Minister Philip Watson as he come forward with the word today. God, I just pray that you cover him, oh God, from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet, oh God. Let our ears be attentive to your small, still voice that we hear everything, that we don't miss anything this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, you said your word. Lord God, is penetrating, Lord God. Your word is it's like your word, Lord God, is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing of the soul and the spirit and the joint and marrow. It judges the thought and attitude of our heart. Nothing in all creation is hidden from your sight, God. Everything is uncovered, laid bare, naked before your your eyes, oh God. So God, we give you praise this morning, Lord God. We thank you for your loving kindness. Your loving kindness is better than life. We thank you that you have given us a precept, Lord God, to live by, to constitute our home, oh God. In the name of Jesus, we praise you this morning. We thank you for the encouragement this morning, Lord God. We thank you for your love this morning. We thank you for your precious touch this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, you said it. Anyone who lacked wisdom to ask you who gives generously. So God, we're asking for wisdom this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus. And, and to be able to walk in your way this day, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, we come to you, Lord God, and we bow before you, bow our heads before you, and a bow down heart before you, oh God. We walk with you today, Lord God, and every day, Lord God, we praise you. We thank you, Lord God, that you have our hand as we walk with you and learn from you and learn about who you are in our lives. So, God, we just give you praise and we give you honor, Lord God. If we can all join in and give God the praise that he so deserves, oh God. For God, you are a good God. God. You are a good, good Father. And we praise you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we bless your name because you are holy and you call us to be holy. You call us, Lord God, out to to come and kneel before you this morning, to bow our heads and bow our knees, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, to give you praise this day and give you adoration this day, Lord God, because you, you are our God and you deserve our praise. You deserve our adoration, God. We thank you this morning, Lord God. We give you praise. We confess our sins before you this morning, oh God. In the name of Jesus, God, we just bless your name this morning. We give you praise and we magnify you, Lord God. No one is compared to you. You are the great God, the good, good Father, Lord God. We thank you this morning. 
Hallelujah. This is a great legislation that went forth in the earth. And the key scripture that I'm going to use today is Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 33. Hallelujah. I'm actually going to it right now. Jeremiah 31, verse 33. And I'm going to start from verse 31. Okay, 31, and I'm going to read to 33. And I'm going to read, uh, you know what, I'm going to do the New King James Version. That's what I'm going to do. Okay, so it says, Behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah. I want us to remember those key words that I just said. He said, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not according to the covenant that I made with their fathers in the day that I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, though I was a husband to them, says the Lord. But this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. I will put my law in their minds and write it on their hearts, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Hallelujah. So the beautiful thing about this covenant that was coming, there was going to be a covenant that was going to be written upon the hearts. Now, this particular covenant was not going to be that covenant that was originally made with Israel and the house of Judah. Was it going to be that covenant? But there was a new covenant that was coming, a new law that was coming, okay? And this law or this covenant or this promise, it wasn't going to be written on tablets? Was it going to be written on things of stone as it was under the old covenant or the old law? Or let me put it like this, under the old legislation? It wasn't going to be written on that. As a matter of fact, those things in the Bible were actually called the ministry, the ministration of death, Okay. So this new legislation that was coming, verse 33 says, it was going to be written in our minds and on our hearts. So actually, we are walking around right now. When we say yes to Jesus, we are walking around with legislation that is written on our hearts. We're walking around right now with the law, legislation. This topic that we're talking about, engraved on our hearts, we're a living example of the power of legislation and what legislation means. We are living examples of the outcome of God's legislation. What was God's legislation and what was the purpose for it? Well, God's original legislation under the old covenant showed us our sin, showed us how we were wrong, 
And as a result, that legislation that was enforced, that law that was enforced, basically led to death. Okay? It led to death. There was no forgiveness under that legislation. There was no eternal life under that legislation. Under that legislation, you and I were not only guilty of death, but were worthy of death. Under that legislation, this is what was to be enforced. This is what was to be enacted, okay? When there was a sin that took place, death was the outcome. Death was the option. This was the crime. This is the punishment that was supposed to go forth under this old covenant, under this old promise, under this old law or legislation. And this thing was legislated. However, there needed to be a transference into new legislation. There needed to be um, a crossing over into a new legislation because according to the word of God, the Bible says that this new legislation was going to be faultless because the old legislation had some fault in it. It had some fault in it. Fault meaning there was, there was something that wasn't all the way right about it that it wasn't perfect, that it had its flaws, okay? So the word of God itself says that this old legislation had flaws in it. So God put it on himself to say, I'm going to make some new legislation. This new legislation that I'm going to make, this won't be a legislation that will be enforced by the outward things like circumcision, like the keeping of the Sabbath, things of that nature. This legislation would not be enforced by that. This legislation, hallelujah, was going to be inward. This is going to be an inward legislation. This legislation was going to be something that was going to be written upon the table of our hearts. And not only written upon a table of our hearts, this legislation was going to have someone who was going to enforce this legislation. And the enforcer of this legislation was going to be Jesus. This is why the Bible says that Jesus, in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6, also in Hebrews chapter 12. Um, I think it's another verse as well, too. Uh, I think it's in um, 2 Timothy, where it talks about Jesus is the mediator. He's the mediator. But in Hebrews 8, verse 6, um, uh, I can't remember the other one that quick. Uh, it says that Jesus is the mediator of a new covenant, okay? Matter of fact, Hebrews 8, 6 calls it a better covenant or better legislation. Come on. There's better legislation. Jesus doesn't mediate the old legislation because the old legislation was found to be faulty 
according to the word of God. So Jesus now mediates or is the go-between between new legislation. Hallelujah. New legislation. And he enforces this new legislation. As a matter of fact, this new legislation is so ingrained within the heart of Jesus and the memory of Jesus. We, we know the effect that it had on him. Why? Because he actually went and performed an act that was different from an act that any other man in creation performed. Because this required him to suffer horrific beatings and end death on the cross when he was innocent. So in other words, he shed blood even for this new legislation. This new legislation was not just a simple law that was passed, but it's actually a blood law, a blood covenant, something where there was actual exchange, and the exchange was the actual blood that came out of this man. And as a result of the blood coming out of this man, now you and I have the chance at eternal life. You and I have the chance at salvation. You and I have the chance at saying, hey, if I messed up, I can repent to the Lord and God will forgive me. Hallelujah. I have a chance. This thing is so, so good that now that under this new legislation, you don't have to be uh, someone who was born in Israel or, you know, born of the Israeli line. Okay? Doesn't work like that anymore under the new legislation. Under the new legislation, the Bible says in Romans that we are Jews inwardly, and circumcision is now of the heart. In other words, once you say yes to Jesus, you are grafted in to this family line. This is not something that is set apart only for people that are in Israel. This is something that is for anyone who believes in the name of Jesus Christ. And this is the legislation that the kingdom of God enforces on a day-by-day basis. The kingdom of God does not enforce the old legislation anymore. Think about it. If you're enforcing an old legislation, that's like the country we live in right now, telling us that a law that was taken away is still being enforced right now. Now, let me give you an example of what I mean. Even though some people may treat us like this, what I'm going to say, the fact of the matter is there was a law in the Constitution back in the day called the three-fifths, I think it was called the three-fifths compromise, where you and I, by constitutional law, were considered to be three-fifths of a person. Three-fifths, in other words, we were considered to be 60% of a person. That means 60% person, 40% animal, okay? 50%, I mean 60% person, 40% animal, 
Hallelujah. And so by law, guess what that meant? By law, that also meant that we didn't have to be treated as full human beings. By law. By law, I didn't have to treat you as a human. So therefore, if something was done to you, you weren't punishable in court by the laws that apply to human beings because you didn't kill a human. You didn't rape a human. You didn't castrate a human. Come on. This person was 60-40. So now you are more liable to get away with what it was you were doing. Now, once the law was taken out, now you had to look at black people as human beings again, even though some people still don't. But my point of the matter is that was an old legislation, okay? That was an old legislation. My point of you will look at somebody crazy right now if they tried to enforce that old legislation. You will let them know. I don't know why you're doing that. That's not a law anymore. I'm not, you You can't arrest me by that law. You can't govern me by that law. You can't govern me by that legislation. Well, that's the same way it looks with the old covenant and the new covenant. When we come and we we try to enforce old covenant things upon people, when we try to keep old covenant things under the new covenant, okay, we're basically taking old legislation and saying that this old legislation should still be followed where Jesus is not the mediator of old legislation. He's not. He doesn't mediate old legislation. The old legislation is actually what put him to death. Not only did the old legislation put him to death, but the teachers of the old legislation were the ones who called for his death. Let me say that again. The teachers of the old legislation were the ones who called for his death because under the old legislation, Jesus was punishable by death. Though he was innocent, he took all of our sins or our ordinances that were written against us. What were these ordinances that are spoken about in Colossians chapter 2? These ordinances were all of the offenses that were written, all of the the things that were written, the bylaws that were in this old legislation of saying what you shouldn't do. And if you do those things, you are now guilty of violating the entire legislation. Do you know the Bible says that if you broke one of the laws, you were guilty of breaking all of the law? That's why it was impossible for someone to keep the law. Because if you messed up on one thing, you were guilty of messing up on the entire thing. And your penalty was death. 
condemnation, and death. That was the penalty under this old legislation. But Jesus came to mediate a better legislation. Hebrews chapter 8, verse 6. Say he's the mediator of a new covenant established upon better promises. Or he's the mediator of a better covenant established upon better promises. What are those better promises? Those better promises is now we have a chance at eternal life. Hallelujah. Now we can have mercy. Now coming into the presence of God is not limited to a priest. Anybody can come into the presence of God. Any person, come on, can go into the holy of the holies. It's not relegated to a priest anymore. And not only can you and I go into the presence of the Lord on our own, but under the new covenant, now God lives inside of us. It's no more of being afar. Now he lives within. He's placed his spirit inside of us. Hallelujah. It's a glorious thing. Every single day, our walk is characterized by this new legislation. Every single day, you and I are our pictures of the new legislation. Come on. And Jesus is the mediator of the new legislation. Jesus is the one who makes the new legislation possible. Jesus makes it possible. And so it's important that we understand this new legislation. This new legislation is a legislation of freedom. It's a legislation of victory. It's a legislation of mercy. It's a legislation of grace. Mm. It's so beautiful and it's so, so, so glorious. And when we understand this new legislation, it changes the way that we operate. Because now we begin to operate under grace. But not only do we operate under grace, we show mercy to others. It helps us to be more merciful, more loving, because this new legislation is governed by love. Come on. It's governed by love. As a matter of fact, the two greatest laws of this new legislation, the two greatest bylaws of it, is to love your neighbor with all your heart. I mean, to love your neighbor as you love yourself and to love the Lord God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, and all your strength. In doing those two things, in walking in those two things, the entire law is being fulfilled. I know that there are teachings that are out here that want you to still practice certain things in the old legislation. But I'm here to tell you that legislation is outdated. 
I can show you many scriptures of it. But I'll just stay right here on Jeremiah chapter 31, where it told you, behold, a day was coming where there was a new legislation that was coming. And so now under this new legislation, do you realize that there are people right now walking the face of this earth that are still waiting for the Messiah to bring forth this new legislation? Still to this day. Still to this day. Do you realize that there are people that still believe that Israel is still like this special uh, brand of people? No disrespect to anybody from Israel. This is not what I'm saying. But I'm saying now, circumcision is of the heart. Now there is no Jew or Gentile. Come on. Now it's faith in Jesus Christ. No one is above this mediation. This is how everything is mediated now. It's mediated through a new covenant. And I know you may hear some people who want to enforce the old legislation, and they will bring up certain things from the old legislation. They'll bring up things and they say, well, wait a minute. What about the Ten Commandments? the Ten Commandments in the old legislation. And I'm not the one saying old. The Bible says it's old. Second Corinthians chapter 8 actually calls it, do you know Second Corinthians chapter 8 calls the Ten Commandments the ministry of death? I didn't say that. Yeah, so you have some people that may say, well, what about honoring your mother and your father? What about you shall not kill? Hey, let me say this again. If you practice loving the Lord with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all your strength, and loving your neighbor as yourself, you're you're going to honor your mother and your father. Why would you honor your mother and your father? Because you're loving your neighbor as you love yourself. Why would you? not kill somebody because you're loving your neighbor as you love yourself, but you also love God with all your heart. And you know that that it is not God's desire for any to perish. That's scripture. You know the heart of God. And so now you're going to do the things that God loves. You're going to do the things that God loves. That means in the pursuit of doing the things that God loves. If you mess up, if you make a mistake, I'm not talking about making a mistake on purpose. Come on. I'm I'm talking some mature stuff. I'm talking about, you know, come on, if you make that mistake and you truly repent it, even if you did do it on purpose, forgiveness is for everybody. Forgiveness is for everybody. Okay? But long story short, there is forgiveness. There is forgiveness for our sins. Hallelujah. The enemy hates this legislation. You want to know why? One of the reasons why is because that legislation wasn't given to him. The enemy wasn't given this legislation. He didn't have a chance at it. I don't know why God loved us so much, why he loved the world so much. 
that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. I don't know what makes us so special to him that he would risk sending his own son to be murdered on our behalf. So you and I, who have been guilty, can have a chance at enjoying this, this fellowship with him and eternal life. I don't know why he gave it to us and he didn't give it to the third of the angels. But what I am saying is, let's take advantage of it. And I don't mean taking advantage of it in this essence of, of, uh, of uh, uh, you know, like, uh, this is the best way I could say it. There's a Bible verse that says, don't let your liberty be an occasion to sin. Let me say that again. Don't let your liberty be an occasion to sin. Okay? There's a liberty that we have in Christ Jesus. All right? We have been given liberty. But we don't want that liberty to be an occasion for us to sin. Okay? We don't want to say because we are free and under the new covenant, we could just do whatever it is that we want to do. You know, God will forgive us. Like imagine being in a relationship and imagine being with your spouse. And your spouse is like, man, you know, my spouse loves me so much that I could go and do anything and they'll still love me. And so then you start doing things that would be considered to be unfaithful. You go out, you start sleeping around. And you like people like, what are you doing? You got somebody that loves. Yeah, I know. I'll, I'll, I'll apologize to them tomorrow. This is what it looks like when we're just going out and just willfully doing certain things. Okay? Now, we, 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 we want to be led by the Spirit. The Bible says, be ye holy, for I am holy. But the other crazy thing about holiness is the moment that we ask God for forgiveness, God automatically makes us holy. It's not something that we have to work to do. It's it's like incredible, this new legislation and what we have access to. Listen, we have access to something that's better than what Abraham had, Moses had. Now Abraham wasn't under the old under the old legislation. Let me just say that. The old legislation didn't come until the times of Moses. But we still have something better than Abraham, better than Moses, better than Isaac, better than Jacob. Come on. Better than Ezekiel, better than Jeremiah, better than Isaiah, better than Daniel. Whoever you want to name in the Old Testament, we have something better. This is what the Bible says. We have something better. You want to know why? Because they never got a chance at this. They never got a chance at Jesus. We do. So no matter how great you think their exploits are, they still pale in comparison to what you and I have access to because we have Jesus. And so because of Jesus, we have eternal life. I want to encourage if there's anybody on the line today, if there's anybody on this line who does not know Jesus, anybody on this line who is not saved, you know you're not saved. You've been dipping around. You've been slipping and tipping. 
You've been, you know, um, I'm too young to get saved, but I'm going to get it together one day. You on this line because you still out doing what you're doing, but you came on here just to get some prayer. Come on. Come on. Today is your day. If you want to say yes to this new covenant, if you want to say yes to Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross, this is the ultimate legislation. This legislation is the legislation that will be enacted or that has been enacted all the way through death. Come on. Because of this inaction, you don't have to go to the pit. Now when you die, you go to heaven. When you're a believer, see, a believer is what qualifies you. Come on. Come on. I have another, uh, for lack of a better term, quote, unquote, altar call I'm going to do. But the first one is this. There's anybody on here that's not saved, all right? You know you're not saved. You know in your heart of hearts that you aren't saved, but you're just on this line today, like for a lifeline of hope, all right? Jesus wanted to extend this message to you today. No matter what you've done, it's forgiven. It's forgiven under the new covenant. No matter what you've done, you could have murdered somebody, raped somebody, stole from somebody. Whatever you think the penalty or the crime is, Jesus took your punishment on the cross. All of those ordinances or legislations that were written against you to say you're guilty, you're guilty, you're guilty, you should be punishable by death. Hmm. Jesus took the punishment and shed blood for you. And the blood went and testified for you, saying, mercy, 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 mercy. So I want you to take uh, advantage of this free gift of salvation today. And if this is you, I want you to repeat this prayer with me today. Hallelujah. You don't have to take the phone off of mute. You could just repeat after me, hallelujah, this is you and the Lord, but you hear the Lord speaking to you right now. I want you to repeat after me. I want you to say, Jesus, I believe that you lived, that you died on the cross for my sins. You forgave me of all of my sins. You rose from the dead, and you are alive right now. I believe that. You said that if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that you have been raised from the dead, that I should be saved. So I thank you that upon making that confession, I am now saved, and you have just came into my heart. Thank you. Hallelujah. And the Bible speaks of angels rejoicing in heaven over this thing, 
when this legislation was enforced. And there's another prayer that I want to say. You know, in the Bible, it says that there are many. There are those, or let me say this. The Bible says that there are those that will say, um, Lord, I cast out devils in your name, prophesied in your name. And Jesus will say, depart from me, for I never knew you. This is a real verse. Basically, what this is saying is, what this is saying is, is you can walk around and live in any old kind of way. That there are people in hell right now who did all of this stuff in God's name, but their life didn't know him. Hear what I said. Their life didn't know him. Hmm. They went and engaged in other stuff. They live double lives. Come on. Come on. But because they were going and doing the things of God, quote unquote, they felt like that would help them or give them a free pass. Jesus would say, depart from me, for I never knew you. See, the other part of this legislation is there is a place. There is a place that's being legislated every single day. Two places. Heaven is one of them. Hell is the other. Okay? Legislation gets you in heaven, and there's also legislation that sends you to hell. Hell is a real place. Right now, there are people that are burning in hell. Right now, as we speak, you know, I know we say out of sight, out of mind, but we still want to remember hell is a real place. Just like there are people in jail right now, there are people in hell right now. You may not be able to see them, but they're there. They're there. And hell is different from jail because with hell, you never get out. But also with hell, you never die. There are people in hell that are crying out, begging to die. Can you imagine begging to die and you can't die? Imagine being tortured and you're begging to die and you'll never be able to die. Never. There's no sleep in hell. Imagine, imagine that. Never being able to go to sleep. Never being able to go to sleep and never being able to die. Wow. This is a real place where people are going every single day. The Bible even says that hell enlarges itself. 
There's a scripture that says hell enlarges itself. So think about that. Hell enlarges itself. Mm. I remember one time this lady, Mary Kay Baxter, she's got a book called A Divine Revelation of Hell, where the Lord took her to hell for this period of time, and then he took her to heaven. Very powerful testimony. My gosh. And she either talks about the enlarging of hell because so many people are going there every single day. Every day, so many people are going there. Everybody ain't going to heaven. It sounds cute. My heart grieves when I watch certain documentaries. I'm being so honest with y'all. I watch certain documentaries. And when I see people, I know they weren't living for Jesus. And I really be hoping that when that person got shot, murdered, died, whatever it was, before they last dying breath, like when they was having that little moment, I just be hoping, hoping that they said yes to Jesus during that moment. I really do. I really, really, really do. Because, man, I'm being so real when I tell you, when you study about hell, I wouldn't wish hell on my worst enemy, on my worst of the worst enemy. Hell hell is a whole other place, but it's a real place. It's a real place. And there's no do-over. There's no do-over. Come on. If this is hitting your heart, this is ministering to you, come on. The Lord is calling for you to, come on, live life right. Come out of that that place, living that double life, you know, of, of tolerating, you know, living in the world. Come on. Mixing the holy with the profane. Real talk, the Lord is calling us to a different standard. Come on. My heart grieves when I hear certain things because I, I, this, this thing is real. This thing is real. You know, and it's, it's grievous sometimes. Like, and I thank God for myself. Because I'd just be like, man, if I died when I was doing certain things, I know where I was going. I'm actually here. I'm actually here. And I get to proclaim the goodness of God. We got we to gotta pray for Beyonce. We don't, we don't want to word curse her. She's a human being like everybody else in need of God's grace and in need of God's mercy. Come on, as the Bible say, such as were some of the, some of we. Come on, I'm not mad at Beyonce for making that song, Church Girls. I'm not mad at her about that. My heart cries out for her, though. My heart cries out for her, for real, because I'm telling you right now, like. Like, yo, she has her lifetime to get it together. I'm telling you, I don't wish hell on my worst enemy. Think about this. 
the Bible, y'all, says that there are people. In other words, let me put it like this. There are people in hell that are like me. What I mean like me. There's people that, that go and cast out a devil, prophesy, and Jesus said, I never knew you. Can you imagine that there are deliverance ministers that are in hell right now? Wow. Wow. Can you imagine that? The famous prophet in hell? See, understanding that reality is very sobering and very humbling. But then it also makes you stop and say, what are the things that heaven endorses and what are the things that hell endorses? Yeah. See, heaven endorses things. Hell endorses things. Okay? The Spirit of the Lord isn't telling women to, you know, I went and read the lyrics to the Beyonce song. I heard everybody talking about it and stuff. You know what I'm saying? And she's very talented. God has given her a gift. Look, her gift comes from God now. Let's not get it twisted. Her gift comes from God. Her gift doesn't come from the devil. Her gift comes from God. But the enemy is trying to pervert that thing. All right? The enemy is trying to make that thing crooked. No condemnation on her because we were all there. Okay? We want to pray for her. I know that Beyonce, just just looking at general stuff, you could tell her heart is hardened. From the people that have talked about her, her heart is hardened through being cheated on by her spouse. Her heart is hardened. And I could tell her heart is hardened when I hear her mouth. When I look at some of her lyrics, I see her even cussing more. Cursing is the sign of bitterness. If you ever want to see one of the easiest ways to detect bitterness, it's cursing. Cursing is a manifestation of bitterness. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And there's a verse that talks about bitter cursings. Yeah, yeah. When I hear cursing, that, that's a clear tale, a telltale sign that there is a root of bitterness somewhere. And some people that curse may not even say that they're bitter. You want to know why? Because when you grow bitter, you grow numb. When you grow numb, now you're blind because you can't feel the thing. You don't even know that it's there. You can go stand in front of Ray Charles and do somersaults. He'll never know that you're there. Come on. And so my point of the matter is, is that hell is a real place. We we don't want to do those things that are uh, uh, endorsed or backed by that, okay? We want to do the things that are backed by heaven because these are two legislation. This, this is a legislation. Come on. Like, when we die, this is the legislation that's going to be enforced, okay? Now, if you're in Christ, you're a believer, okay? Then you won't have to endure what's called the second judgment. 
or the great white throne judgment. You won't have to endure that. But if you're not, you will have to endure that. So the prayer that I want to do right now is if there's anybody on this line, come on, and they're up here, you know, if you're up here living a double life, all right, this is not a condemnation session. I'm not telling you to identify yourself or nothing. That's between you and the Lord. God wants you to be all good. Come on. And he wants to let you know that whatever area where you're struggling at, that his grace is more powerful than that. He wants to let you know, come on, that he's overcome that, that through him you can do all things. Who strengthens you? You have the power to overcome it. You have the power to overcome it. Mm. Hallelujah. And so if that's you, hallelujah, and this has been piercing at your heart, come on, there's help available for you today. Come on. God says that he will remember your sins no more. Come on. And whatever area you're struggling in, have issues in, maybe it's just a sin you're just comfortable in. Come on. God wants to set you free from it today. I want you to repeat after me just a simple act of forgiveness and recommitment. I want you to repeat after me, and then um, we're going we're gonna to end it and go over into the discussion portion. So just repeat after me. Hmm. Say, Father, I repent in all sincerity from, and I want you to name to the Lord what it is that you're repenting about. What is it? Is it fornication? Is it masturbation? Is it pornography? Come on. What are, what are those what are those things? Is it drunkenness? Is it getting high? I don't know. And there's there's a million other things. Maybe it's unforgiveness. Do you know that the Bible says that the unforgiving? Come on. The unforgiving will not inherit the kingdom of God. Jesus. That's 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 the reality check right there. Come on. Yeah. Let me let me give you a little short list. I just thought about idolaters, adulterers, fornicators, effeminate. Hallelujah. Maybe you're engaging in a um, alternate lifestyle. I know we've, you know, well, not we, but society has made it to where, you know, 
you can't say anything. You you have to practice tolerance. But listen, y'all, if you really love somebody, if you really love somebody now, that God will give you the grace of how to say it. But the reality is that Jesus wants to set you free from homosexuality. But the flip side is, listen, the penalty for homosexuality is hell. But let's be clear. It's just, it's not like it's a hell just for homosexuals. No, 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 no. That pastor that's sleeping around with his congregation and who's not homosexual, he'll be in the same place. Idolaters, adulterers, effeminate, abusers of themselves with mankind, thieves, covetous, drunkards. Come on. I know the spirit of conviction. If it's hitting you right now, hallelujah. I want you to finish saying this prayer with me. Remember, we're repenting from the heart. From the heart. Not repenting from our head. Repent means a changing of minds. God wants you to change your mind about that thing. And he will help you. He knows that thing is too hard for you. Hallelujah. He'll help you. Come on. Want to repeat after me? Say, Father, I repent. I repent. And I trust you already named that area where you need to repent to the Lord from. If not, name it right now. Mm. I want you all to repeat after me. Say, Jesus, I need your help in this area of my life. I can do all things through you, which strengthens me. So pour out your grace upon my life. Pour out your grace to help me overcome in this area of my life. I don't want to go to hell. I want to go to heaven. Jesus, thank you that you are making me right with you. I decree this day victory over this area. Lord, you are bringing me out of it. You are softening my heart. You are uniting my heart to fear your name. I love you, Lord. Holy Spirit, help me. Thank you for your mercy. That is new every morning. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah.
You want to know the beautiful thing about God? Whatever our mistake is that we made, he doesn't hold it against us. Come on. He doesn't do like the Jehovah Witnesses do. When you when you clown in Jehovah Witnesses and they and they services, they sit you in this section of the temple. That's like the backslider section. It's the best way I can say it. Where everybody knows you was clowning for the week. Yeah, it's so it's so bogus. It's so like not Jesus at all. It's not. Okay. Hallelujah. So God bless everybody. Um, and I pray that if God is just dealing with you today, you know, Father, I pray that you would do your work. Do your work in the hearts of your people today. Do your work in the hearts of your people today. Lord, this line is victory being declared. Lord, we prophesy and decree. Everybody on this line will declare victory. Hallelujah. Lord, their life will be a declaration of your victory on the cross for them. Hallelujah. They will attain and achieve the ultimate victory of passing over from this life and going to heaven. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that they may enjoy your freedom here on earth even before they get there. I bless them, Lord God. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you for the anointing on this line. And thank you for Dion, God. Thank you, Lord God, for for just putting this on her to open up these lines, Lord, and do an apostolic work. Dion, and I don't know if you're on the line, but I'm speaking this, your spirit are here. And if you're not on here, I'm still saying this publicly, and then I'll call you and tell you. But you are doing an apostolic work. This is an apostolic work. It may be looked at as a phone line, but you're building. And you're not only building, you're causing people's lives to be built. That's an apostolic work. There's an apostolic grace that is on your life. Hallelujah. And the Lord wants to even remind you today that we go from faith to faith. Hallelujah. Glory to glory. And there is a new glory that is coming upon your life, a new faith, a new glory that's coming upon your life. Hallelujah. Where God is going to begin to transition you. This is a time where you have been being measured. God is measuring you. Hallelujah. Just as um, the angel came that Ezekiel saw when they were measuring the dimensions of the temple. Come on, this is measuring time right now because the angels are looking into this thing on this line of what's been being done. There are those that you know about that have been getting some healing and freedom, but there are those that you don't know about that have been affected in a great way, positively, because of the work that is being done on this line. Hallelujah. And the Lord is looking at you. He's looking at you. His eyes are upon you and upon this work. And he's assessing and he's measuring. Hallelujah. He's measuring. Hallelujah. So don't despise the days of small beginnings. Father, we bless Dion. We bless that apostolic call that is on her life. Hallelujah. Lord, that she has the anointing of the sent one. 
Lord, you have used her to build. Lord, she is a builder. She plants for you. She builds for you. But she also pulls down and destroys what needs to be pulled down and destroyed. Mm. Father, I pray that the next season she's stepping into, you are blessing her with the grace that she needs for that. As you're growing your daughter right now, hallelujah, as you're growing her because you're going to expand her reach, expand her authority, Father. Lord, you're either connecting her with those that would recognize what is on her life and help cultivate it. Mm, what a mighty work you're doing through this woman of God. And I just pray that, Lord, that any hindrances that come her way from being a woman, I thank you, God, that those hindrances, Lord, will not hold her. Hallelujah. For your hand is upon her life. And, Lord God, you will push through any hindrance. For your hand is strong. Mm. Thank you that these hindrances cannot hold, hold your hand back from moving and doing in Dion's life what you have ordained and predestined before the foundation of the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We're going to open up this line. Hallelujah. I'm sorry uh, for going over. Yeah, she's on. Uh-oh, can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, I got two things up. Yeah, I'm here. God be praised. Amen. Amen. I receive. Amen. Anybody, anybody want to share um, comments, questions, anything? Good morning, Fair House Rochelle. Thank you, 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 thank you. We thank God for your life as well. Yes. Good morning, it's pretty Patrice. Thank you, man of God. God bless you. Great word. Blessings, Pastor Phil. This is PR. Wish I could just take you and drop you down in so many churches. Good morning, this is Leomia. Great decoration this morning. Thank you. Good morning, declare victory. God bless you all this morning. Dr. Phil. You blessed us this morning, man. Thank what you up, for uh, good morning, man. You, you you let us know, man, that this new covenant, huh? This new covenant is better than the old covenant. Hey, man, I I I started praising God and shouting up in here uh, when you were speaking over Dion's life. <laughs> She's a builder. Oh, glory, hallelujah! God bless you all this morning. Declare victory. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. What stuck out to me, um, a lot of what you spoke um, was stuck out, but 
when you talked about um, hell, we don't talk about it that much. And I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, okay with that. I'm fine with how God's going to reveal things. But um, the way you spoke about it was, it was, in, it was just a different way of looking at it. And it just reminds me that I do need to get more in the Word. When you were talking about they can't go to sleep, you will never be able to go to sleep. You're never going to be able to die. And I was thinking about. You know, there's a little uh, term that goes around that people will say, oh, they're in a better place when someone loses their life. And it just, I don't know, I just was reminded, my mom, my mom is so wise. She turned 86 on the 11th of this month. And um, I just love speaking with older people because um, they've lived. Um, and she, I remember she had said, and I don't know if I said it, maybe when I was younger, they're in a better place. And I remember she said, I don't know where they are. We don't know where they are or something. It was just very, it just kind of aligned with what you were sharing. Cause, um, yeah. Um, thank you for your word. Amen. Hey, Phil, it's Rochelle. Can I just, I want to thank you for um, always doing a prayer. Um, uh, we die to ourselves daily, so there's never a time that we should sit by and say, oh, that, that's not me. He's not calling me. That uh, that prayer applies to us because we have to die daily. There's things that um, we don't remember from our past or some things we may do in the future. Um, and, and just like taking communion, often as you you know, do this and remember, remembrance of me as often as you think about it. Um, it just helps us to, you know, rededicate ourselves because it's, it's, we got so much to pay back. Um, so thank you for always being mindful. Thank you for, um, speaking on Beyonce and yet still speaking to, um, you know, as far as forgiveness because uh, you know, she has a platform and people eyes are on her. So the enemy uses when you get up there on platform, it's like a sharpshooter. You know, he you get them while they up there. So thank you for praying for her mind, you know, and not condemning her. So to God yeah. be the glory, I truly appreciate you because we have to be mindful instead of cutting people off and shooting them down to pray for mm-hmm. them and, you know, ask for deliverance for them as well. Because we all fall short of the glory of God, have seen and fall short of the glory of God. So thank you. Yeah, that be that be bothering me when I be saying like, you know, like I said, I know some of the stuff she's saying is is bogus, is foul, and like according to the Lord, like I know the spirit of the Lord ain't inspiring that, but I also look at the flip side too, like man, she got all these people calling her a witch, like imagine like the number of people that call her a witch and all of this stuff that can make somebody bitter. And so then you hear it when she comes out with her stuff. She's bitter. You know what I mean? People be, like, ripping her apart. You know what I'm saying? And, again, I'm not in no way, in no way, am I endorsing some of the stuff she says. But I'm saying she's still a human being. She's a person. She She's a regular person like everybody else who needs the love of God. For real. Hey, Sue. Hey. Hey, bro, this morning is on fire. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, not just Beyonce, but it's folks in the pulpit that be doing stuff. So thank you for praying for her and I turned her down. 
But I also want to thank you for the breaking down the old and the new testament and the old laws and because I grew up I'll be fifty five in November and I can remember my grandmother who was born like nineteen fourteen and some of the things that she used to say was more of a fear. But you just made me understand where her teaching was coming from, right? If that makes sense. So yeah. for instance, she used to tell us, Don't lie. You can do anything but lie. And then she said, if you lie, you'll steal. And if you steal, you'll kill. And it went on. So when you were saying that, you might steal something, but they're gonna take your whole life. Cause you know, it's just like you you're gonna pay for everything. So I thank you for saying that. And that's for just the prayer. The prayer was so like that you were praying for everybody and you were praying for because the prayers are for all of us like shell said but then when you covered dion that just oh my god the builder the woman that she is covering her like that because as you cover her we're covered and you're covered and i'm just grateful for you man of god i i I so thank you because i've learned so much about deliverance and even though i've taken classes because i have taken some classes y'all i'm glad that i never you can never learn enough especially spiritual warfare and it's not taught a lot and you're not you know something else my grandmother told me she said don't tell nobody to go to hell so i remember that too hell is not Mm. something to play with it's real and and a lot of people don't think it's real like you said can you imagine i know when i don't feel good i'm menopausal so can i i couldn't imagine not being able to go to sleep (laughs) ever and not getting out of this misery you know what i'm saying yeah. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want nobody, even my worst enemy, like you said, to go to hell. So I thank you, brother. You are amazing, and I cover you, and Jesus love her. I love you, sir. <laughs> love you, too. Brother Phil, this is Diane. Great declaration this morning. And, you know, when you prayed over Dion, and, and that's what we all should do, be praying over each other every day, because... Uh-huh. We are all, God has us all here. We're on this call every day and every day except for Saturday and Sunday. And if someone don't cross your mind, it's something wrong. And and God mm-hmm. gave us gave us this gift to pray. However, we pray to him and we should be praying for each other all through the day. I, I do it. I'm learning to do it myself. So because I want somebody always thinking of me, maybe I cross their mind uh, the next day or whatever, but I want to pray for that person because you don't know what's going on in their life. And if God brings somebody to mind, pray for that person. And, you know, because it, it you don't know why he got your mind on that person, but then just pray for him. I'm learning to pray for everybody because I, 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 when I leave this world, I want them to have a good report of me. And that's what I'm trying to do, live my life that way so that people will see the good in me when I'm gone or uh, what I did. So great declaration. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you for how you break, break the scripture apart so we can understand it. I appreciate you. That's why when and when everybody is praying, all of you who bring the declaration, I I always pray over you before you go in, even when I'm I'm not praying. So when I think of you, just know that Diane is praying for you. Well, Amen. Praise God. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Great declaration. Great declaration. This is Monica. Man, I am 
so blessed by the word today. I'll keep dozing off and dozing off, but man, you got to talking about hell. And but I just praise God for it because I I have been going through so much, and you know I I I'm ashamed the devil today because I learned you got to confess your faults before another saint in order to be free, to be able to take your prayers before God. You know, um, the devil, he he tries to have you living your life all kind of ways, have you in doubt. I just had to get free from doubt and unbelief and just out here just about to lose my soul, but I'm somebody who believes in hell. I could be in the shower and it's too hot and all of a sudden burning with hot water. I'm thinking about hell. I'm like, oh, Lord, I don't want to go to hell. So I thank you because you jolted me. You woke me up out of that day. I was like, oh, Lord. But somebody else said it. They don't talk about it enough. I've been hearing it lately in the church, but I really thank you for your declaration this morning because I'm getting free. I'm going to live this holy life to the best of my ability, and I am praying and asking God to help me every single day. So thank you for that declaration. I was so blessed by it. Amen. Good morning. This is Topaz. Good morning, everyone. Um, I wanted to say thank you for this great declaration. I heard so much. It spoke to my spirit. Um, everything from basically you um, telling us that we should, you basically reiterated it for me, that we should <clears throat> pray for each other, spiritual maturity, um, be accountable as a servant of God still honor our pastor if, you know, they're not necessarily doing right. Pray for them. Be a good steward over the gifts that we have given because those gifts are irrevocable. I heard so much. I can't even break it all down to you what I heard. I mean, it was scripture after scripture that was, it was like rapid fire. Like if we was at the gun show or a gun range, it was popping off in my head and it was like, boom, there go another scripture. Boom. I, I was like, oh, okay. Let me just get this out and hurry up and shut up so somebody else can talk. Thank you so, so very much. You definitely broke it down and you went deep. Thank you. I'm going back on mute. <laughs> Good morning, Minister Phil. It's Krishanda. Oh. Uh, um, I just want to say I'm so thankful for you and just so blessed by you honoring the woman of God who has just blessed us so much on this call. Um, I know none of us are perfect, but what I so admire about you is just how much you love God and everything when you minister, you always minister through the lens of love. And I always think, I want that kind of love that Brother Phil has. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Because um, you teach the hard things. But you just show, you teach us how God loves us and how he covers us and, you know, how he wants the best for us. And even how you spoke about Beyonce and the Old Testament and the New Testament. I'm just so grateful to know you, um, like, you know, to, to hear you, to be um, connected to you. 
And I just pray that God continues to strengthen you and to protect you and to cover you and to keep your mind clear. Hallelujah. And that you don't get weary in well doing. God bless you. Come on. Come on. Come on. Listen. Matthew Matthew five seven, where it says, Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. But there's another um there's something else um I wanna say where it, it talks about like the one who um has been given a lot of mercy shows a lot of mercy. And I'm telling you, like if you just sit and think about how merciful God has been to you, like <laughs> how can it not cause you to love? You know what I'm saying? Like for real, for real. Like who am I to, you know, like for real? That's for that is for real. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Good morning. Yeah, good morning. Good morning. Brother Phil, this is uh persistent Priscilla. I hey. just want to say first of all, hey. <laughs> I didn't hear all of it, but I did hear what God wanted me to hear. Um, and I just thank you um, for the love, the love, use, letting God use you and expressing God's love, because that's what I heard this morning, um, just mm-hmm. for man, mankind, getting it right with him, coming, uh, you know, talking about hell in such a sincere, real way, but yet love was there as well. And then totally when you said his grace is sufficient, you said it in such a different way. I mean, I received it so differently. And this is a, this is a girl who's going through divorce right now. And I oftentimes, and lately, let me. I'm going to admit this because I don't want it in my life. Lately, um, cursing has coming up, and I'm like, where's that coming from? Where's it, what's what is that? Um, driving mm-hmm. in my car, and, and all of a sudden, I'm calling somebody a, a, a b. Just came out of my mouth. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Done that in a long time, but this is a a woman whose whose man whose husband had an affair on her, and, and going through a divorce. And I know God hates divorce, and I often hear myself saying or praying, Lord, I know if you turn this around, how this would look in the kingdom, what it would represent in the kingdom to so many people about you and your love, you know. But I don't. I, I'm going today to hand over the court papers. He's filed, so we're going through the process. But nonetheless, all these things come that I'm that I've been battling lately. I'm so appreciative of of you coming to the table like this and 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 showing up with God's love and His Word like this and and yes, praying over Dion and 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 saying what God the mantle that she has upon her life, creating this platform that's changing and delivering so many lives. And I am definitely one of them in the process. Even though I come to the table as a Christian, so what? What does that mean? Where are you in that walk? Where are you in that understanding of your relationship with the Lord? You know, I just so appreciate there was so much. Even though I didn't hear it all, I know I heard what God wanted me to hear. And I'm so appreciative. And I, I'm not one that typically listens to Beyonce, but I happened to listen to that particular, this song, because the first song that came out, I kind of liked it a little bit, You Won't Break My Soul. And um, But then again, I just happened to look at the albums and listen to it. I mean, the title of the albums, I saw Church Girl. 
and I'd listen to a little bit of it, and then I turned it off. But you're right, I'm hearing so much cursing. That's what I said to myself. I hear so much cursing coming out of her mouth now, so much more than I've ever heard. I didn't judge her. I didn't think much more of it. But I appreciate that what the perspective that you brought, the the godly perspective, because you give it you give it thought. You've you've gone enough. You've gone. Um, you've read enough. You've thought enough about the Lord, and and yet you share it with us. And and it's, we got to do the work as well. But I so appreciate you and this declaration this morning because it freed me up. I was able to confess some things Jesus. that have been bothering me, Jesus. and I appreciate that. Thank you, Jesus. So much. Thank you, Jesus. Love you for this. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is glorious. Gloria. Good morning, yo, brother. Yo, what's Love up? You. What's up? What's up? Hey, hey, hey. Good morning, everybody. I um, appreciate your declaration and the prayer and all that. Um, God has used you for this morning. I appreciate your heart for the people of God and even more so or equal to your heart for the for God and, and what his will and desire is for your life, how he's purposed you. And I appreciate you praying for Dion and all of us as well. The The fact that your heart towards your calling and gifting is such an example and an encouragement so encouragement for the rest of us that I really you're just just you just the same everywhere you are anytime. And the fact that you um your sense of humor. I appreciate you, brother. I love you. And I really, 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 really thank God for how you just just straight up this is who I am in your heart towards ministry and the things of God and the, and the people that God enter, has you uh, encounter, whether they are saved or unsaved, it comes from a pure place and it's always about lifting up Jesus. So I really appreciate you. Thank you so much. I love you. And we'll talk later. Yes. You already know you, my people. Love you too. Hallelujah. Anybody good else? Good morning, everyone. Uh, good, good morning, Minister Watson. It's Christina. I just wanted to thank you for your declaration. It was a very awesome, very awesome mm-hmm. share. So thank you. You're welcome. Praise God. Praise God. Real. Anybody else? Thank you, Minister Watson. Brother Happy, I enjoyed your word. I enjoyed you. God bless you. God bless you. Hey, hey, it's Betty. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, hey, you know what? <laughs> I can't wait to see you again. I'm going to be so ready to pray this time when you hand me the mic in front of all my people. I'm like, what? I'm doing this? What you doing? <laughs> like, here you go. Here, uh, Sister Dee going to pray. I'm like, oh, oh, say in the name of Jesus. But um, I thank, <laughs> I thank God for you because one part that you spoke about, and I think, I know I talk about it a lot because it gets on people's nerves, but I don't care. That forgiveness piece, well, when you hit that part, oh, my God, I was like, could he really say that again? I learned that, and it's like, 
it don't feel good forgiving, but you can't walk around with a bitter heart and not willing to yeah. forgive for people who've done you wrong. You can't. You, you really mm-hmm. can't. So I'm glad you said that. And it's not easy, but it's necessary. There's so much freedom in the forgiveness. You know, and I, I'm just grateful that today, like I said, it don't mean, um, and even in part when people say, well, if you don't forget, you don't forgive. That's not true. You have to forgive because it'll free you up some space in your heart for you to have more mm-hmm. love and more peace. And you can't keep, because to me, holding on to stuff, it just keeps you bound to that. Like every day you're going to stay stuck to that trauma. So whatever it is, death, disappointment, because you, man, this, this morning was so dope. It's so much to it. I'm just grateful for you. And keep, keep praying for me, too. Cause you know I'll be fifty-five. <laughs> I'm, I'm being silly, but yeah, keep keep covering me, bruh. Cause it's a lot going on in this body, in this mind, and the fight is real. But I know I know what the end is. So I love you and thank you. Come on, come on, come on. You already know it's love. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give you that microphone. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh man. Anybody else? Good morning, Pastor Seal. This is Jubilant. Uh, Can you hear me? Yes, yes. I was just thinking about, you know, you know, um, as far as, I don't know why that scripture chastisement of of our peace was upon him. But this, when, when, that, the way that you broke down the commandments, you know, the love factor of the commandments, because basically the commandments are filled with love. But the way you broke that down, and you were in in your own way, God is using you to chastise, you know. But this is the way it's supposed to feel. I mean, yeah, there's gonna be some people that it will be an irritant no matter how it's unpackaged, right? But the way unpacked, but the way that you unpacked it was was unpacked with love. You know what I'm saying? It's just you could feel the love, you could feel the sincerity. You can feel, you know, you just feel your love for God and and your heart for God's people. And what you were saying and how you were unpacking it, it might have made, you know, made you feel a certain kind of way. But that's, you know, that's what we're all in this crucible. You know, we're all, in order for us to get closer to the Lord, we're going to have to go through some stuff. We're going to have to, you know, let go of some stuff. But Mm -hmm. after. From a brother, from a sister to a brother, you know, just the way you did that, the way you unpacked it was just, you know, just was love was just spewing all out of that. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's just, you know, he's just bathing. You know, you had that type of a soothing voice that you're just bathing, you know, you just give us a bath in God's love. You know, we, you know it's just every time you talk, it's always spewed with, with love. You know what I'm saying? And and I just so appreciate, like, I think it was Cassandra Chandra saying how, you know, it's like, if, if I want to, if, if, if there's something to covet, that's what I covet, <laughs> is getting to that place in my own walk to where it's, you know, that love is just, you know, radiating, just like it radiates from you. Um, also, Dion, oh, my gosh, that was definitely a prayer for but Dion, this is your season, lady. This is your time. This is your time. This, wow, this is your time, and that's all I can say about that. Hallelujah! But yeah, that's my 
Isigaram Nobody else will say a prayer, and then we gonna bounce. Hallelujah, Father, we thank you and praise you and bless you, Lord. You are phenomenal. There is no other God like you in all of the earth. Father, there is no other God like you in all of the earth. Thank you, God, that your grace is sufficient for us. Lord, I pray that you're pouring out the spirit of grace upon every single person on this line, those that even were on but had to get off, those that come on but weren't able to come on today. Hallelujah. Lord, I pray that you are pouring out a grace upon them today, a grace that that will abound in their life, Father. Lord, so we just bless their lives. We speak love um, over them, Lord. Just let the power of your love um, just saturate their hearts, um, that you would give them even a greater love for you, a greater love for you, God. Hallelujah. A greater intensity and a hunger um, for you. Hallelujah. And so we just bless them now, God. 
I bless them. I bless them. And I speak shalom over their life in any area where they have been fearful. Lord, I pray that you would deal with the areas, God, that have caused um, fear. Hallelujah. In their lives. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Thank you, Brother Sarah. Amen. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Thank you, Father. Love you, Pastor Dion. Love you, family. Have a blessed day. Amen. Dion, blessings, blessings. Amen. Glory be to God. God bless you. God bless you.